Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. One of the things that clearly makes One Rental at a Time YouTube channel is it's not all me. In fact, it's very little when you look at the totality of the content created. We rely on experts from around the country, and we are so lucky to have Beth Traverso, who is a top 1% agent in the country, come to us every Tuesday to talk about what's going on in King County. And today she has a treat. She has gone back and collected data from 2019 to today. I think we should look at this very, very important. Why? Because 2019 was a normal year. And at some point, all markets will go back to a normal year. But let's see what we're doing. Let's welcome Beth to the show. How are you doing, Beth? Hey, Mike. Doing great. Thanks so much for having me back. Always a highlight of my week to be here with you and everybody. So thank you. Uh, and the audience loves you. You bring real, no nonsense approach. Uh, and again, you're will you're willing to do homework, uh, which is something I, I don't do <laughs> very you, often. For you, Michael, anything. So yes, oh, that is so awesome. So Beth, why don't you set up kind of what yeah. we talked about last week? What you went and got for us, for us, right. and then let's bring it up. I have not seen these because I want the honest reaction when it it's comes just going to be what it is. We'll look at it together. And so, first of all, I need to say the data I pulled was from the Northwest Multiple Listing Service, and they let me share their charts and graphs with credit that they deserve. So, mm -hmm. um, and I'm in the Seattle market, so Greater Seattle, we call it King County, which has many sub markets, but we're looking at the overall. Uh, totality of what's been going on in King County, which is about 2 million people or so. So it's a big, it's a major metropolitan area. Um, and I know that, you know, we, we like charts and graphs and numbers here. So I figured we'd look at some charts and see what's been going on. And like you're saying, 2019 was, um, yeah, that was before COVID hit and changed everything for years. So we can kind of look at what's happening then versus what's happening now what happened in between and look for patterns and see yeah, what's going, I, what we can expect. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. King County is a massive market. I would say median price is, is clearly above normal for the country. Um, About 800,000, but that's one yeah. of the charts I have, as you can see where that's changed quite a bit. So um, the other, what we talked about last week was how the inventory is very, very, very low. And you were wondering, has it ever been that low in previous years? And so right. That's what this is going to show us. So we'll take a look okay. at that. All right. Let's, let's dig in. This let's try this here. Hopefully this works. So can you all see this? We can. Thank okay. you very much. So this here is the number of homes for sale versus sold. And so the, the active listings is the red. And then it's over overlaid with the sales in green. And so you can see here down at the bottom where it talks about the different years, you know, it says 2019 was actually, there was even, there was more uh, active listings at that time. That was when rates bumped up a little bit again, and the market did slow down a bit around that time. Right. I mean, rates were high, <laughs> you know, at like they, they broke 5%. And I remember that made everything just slow down significantly around that time. I think if memory serves me right, rates were maybe five and a half or so for a while there. And I do remember the market hit the brakes and uh, inventory started going up. 
Um, you can see that there. And then when the pandemic happened, everything just fell off a cliff. You can see that over yeah. here. And then yeah. um, look at here, you can see the, the red here behind the greens. So you can see in 2021, 2022, how, how the um, active listings was uh, very close to, you know, as close yeah. to zero as I've ever seen. But then that's the sales crazy. were still surging. So that just ate up all the inventory. And that's when the prices spiked. Rates were so low. And then you can see, you know, last year things bumped up again, but now we're coming yep. back down. And there is always this up and down. So there's the seasonality of it, right? But then, yeah. you know, looking at what we had, um, what we have now for you know, inventory versus where we were, it's like, oh. normally this is where we start to see inventory start to bump up a little bit. And we're not really seeing that. Yeah. So there's a couple of, so can you go back to that? Cause again, yeah, yeah. when I look at that, one of the things that you taught me, right, you're the first one to bring this to me. And I, I now translate it to the rest of the country is we're going to have four negative median home prices year on year numbers. And we got our first one today for February. Yeah. It will be February, March, April, and May. And you actually have it on this chart. If you look at January, 2022, you see the spike up in green yeah. coming from a very low base. You're mm -hmm. the one that told this channel, people who go back and look at your playlist, you know, you had it, you, you, the one painful example was 500 K over asking EMD release. No, oh, I know. no. I mean, that's unhealthy, but that's how you get crazy, stupid prices that we're going to have four months of negative year on year. We just got to, we got to pay oh, yeah. for the sin, sin of stupidity. Yeah. And just wait for those, you know, those, we saw that coming months in advance yeah. and it's, it's happening now and it's going to continue mm -hmm. on. You know, when, our, when we're looking at our, our data last week, you know, what I've been seeing in my area of like the east side of King County, which is a little more high end homes, is that the price, median price has been actually pretty steady for the last four months or so. But year on year, it looks like a disaster. So right. because it is, it's, it's 20, the east side is 20% down median price yeah. versus because it wasn't the bidding wars that were pushing at 20 to 30% over not happening now. And then the, the other thing that I see on this chart was again, people can go back and watch our July interviews, July, 2022 was the first time rates got over six. If people remember, mm -hmm. and you told me, I think your exact word is Michael. It's a ghost town. It might've been, it's mm -hmm. a crickets, but things yeah. stopped. The, mm -hmm. Cause again, people were so seasoned to three. The first time we got to six, everything stopped and your chart, shows it pretty clearly so and then oh yeah. by the way look at where we are now right we've got demand rising and listings falling it's and this is not supposed to happen in your market you've told us this is when listings are supposed to come where this are they prime been? time are the we're listings? already past where we're, our, our listing surge should be well underway and everyone's just sitting back twiddling their thumbs waiting for it to happen they're just going to stay put people are not selling i keep telling people it's not coming but all right so that's chart yeah. number one thank you yeah, so let me scroll down here. This one here, days to sell, median days on market. So, so this is days on market, D DOM. Days on market, on DOM, for people that need to, that want to learn the lingo, DOM, days on market. So we can see, you know, back in the summertime and in the fall, look, it spiked up close to 34 days or so. Yep. And then now it's fell, fallen back down to where 20 days right now. Single, you were single digits for a freaking year. Oh, I know. Look at that. And the only reason why there was five days on the market was because agents were holding offers for five yeah, days. Yeah, they were it doing offer review. It would have sold in half an hour if somebody would allow it to, you know, and some did, but a lot were like me, were holding the line for a review date to see how yeah. high we could get it to go. So July of 22, it spiked again, 
what had happened in the mortgage market. That's where rates went over six. Then, so what, so then you had the Q4 slowdown. That's the December, yeah. December spike. And then what is it now? It's it, the days on market. Have, it's come down by 50%. What well, mm-hmm. 40%. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. And I'm still seeing this, uh, the bifurcation works. So listings are either selling in five days or less, or they're selling for more like the 20 to 30 days. It seems like it's one or the other. Now, so. That's and interesting, but I'm going to push back or at least dig in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I propose, and again, no idea about King County, so this could be clearly wrong. Whatever the median price is, I think you said it was 800. My guess mm-hmm. is below 800 is selling faster than above 800. Just a wild ass guess. It's circumstance dependent. So what we're, we're, I'm seeing even some luxury homes, if they have the it factor, if it's waterfront, has a view, right. beautiful. So if it's, if it's a diamond, right? If it's the top yeah. 1% of list. Okay, fine. All right. Those on. are still selling, usually cash. So but not the track home, $2 million. No. The Subdivision the homes thing. are struggling. Um, they have to really be priced spot on. And, you know. Okay. It always, yeah, the listing agent and the seller really got to know what they're doing to move that the way it needs to be okay. marketed right okay. now. Yeah. So the end of this is we have seen higher days on market. 2019 was a normal market. But yeah, even look how it, much higher it was in, in the beginning of 2019 and then how that I, just. But dropped. even here, I what I just realized is I thought that spike down was heading into the pandemic. It wasn't. That was heading down mm-hmm. into the summer of 19. The yeah. summer of 19, you were sub 10 days. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I, 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 you remember better. I'm just going off my memory and we all know how that can be, but at least I do. Yeah. We, fuzzy. Yeah. You know, a little fuzzy, but I seem to remember, I think rates improved a little bit and then it yeah. came back around that time. Because usually summer is kind of a, a slower time for us here. When the weather gets nice in the Pacific Northwest, people just go outside and they just forget about house hunting for a while. So the other thing I will take for this, again, January of 20 was still pre-pandemic. January is your highest days on market. And then the market goes nuts. That's what this chart says, clearly. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And then so, you'll see a little bit in the summertime, it slows down a little. And then a little. kind of see a little bit, a little bit of yeah, bump there. Yeah, not much. It's still sub 10, you know. Yeah, but yeah, wow. we had we had several years of not normal market. And yeah. a lot of agents and buyers and just people in general that, weren't in the housing market or paying attention to it before then you might get accustomed. It's easy to get accustomed to thinking things are going to be a certain way. Yeah. Where we, even when things are balanced, you feel like this is a bad market. It's like, no, it's balanced. Yeah. 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 So yeah. If you got into business in the last two years, it's going to be hard for you to realize that they were not normal, even though they're normal to you. Yeah. And for agents that say, you know, we've talked about this in other videos where it's just, you need to sharpen your tools and get better skills and you need to be a better advisor you know, cause it's the houses don't just sell themselves. So, um, this next one here, this is the median home price, which everyone loves to pay a lot of attention to. And you can see it peaked out about a million, um, last spring. Look at that surge there. That's what I was wow. talking about. Yeah. That was, just, this is, this up. is why, yeah, we're going to have four months of negative year and year because most yeah. markets across the country got stupid for four months. We're crossing this right now, this area. Exactly. I don't know if you can see my cursor, but it's like right in there. Okay. We're crossing below that. We're crossing through that spike. Yep. So exactly. even though right now we're pretty close to where we were about a year ago, just about. It is you know. pretty interesting that January through like March, just as you told us, that's when you see your run up. 
Yeah, that the is buyers the are ready. The season. sellers aren't out there. And the, something good comes on the market. People jump on it. Bidding war ensues and new price levels are achieved and the bars gets reset higher. That's wild. And then it tends to back off a little bit over the summer mm-hmm. when everyone goes That's on vacation. That's what the chart shows. Yep. Yeah. So, and now, yeah, now we can see, you see that we're back around the 800. So, but I mean, could somebody call that a crash? Absolutely. I mean, maybe 20% for a little surprise. while. Yeah, but it's like 20% down more or less. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so, okay. Yeah, it is. It's okay. It, it, it happens. It is what it is. Yep. And then here's the months of inventory. So look at this down here. That's wild. That Wild. was about December of 2021 or so. Yep. yep, yep, yep. As close to nothing for sale as possible. And then yeah. it just, you can see how it just blew up. And, you know, looking back, I looked back as far as I could 10 plus years on this chart, by the way. And just so you know, yep. like it never, it never got lower than this little, this trough right down oh, here. Oh, I can't. I mean, I can't imagine. How could it? Yeah. yeah how yeah. could it? I don't think I'll ever see it lower than uh, that. That's so, like, that's, that's, yeah, 0. 0.25, 0. 0.3. Yeah. I remember for a while there was like, five days of inventory and this is across all of king county so we're yeah, talking a, high end low market. end yeah mansions entry-level okay. homes everything what else do we learn so so january historically is kind of the high mm-hmm. again looking at the chart over three years then it comes down precipitously into the summer then you get kind of a kind of a bounce yeah. So basically a little bit of a bounce happens in the yeah. fall when people are back to business for a little bit and then it just goes dormant for the holidays. Yeah. And then the cycle repeats, you know, it just the inventory dwindles and then the the surge happens. This year is different though. I mean, yeah. We yeah, because if you said like the demand is down but then the supply is also dramatically down too. So yeah. But again, this points out why have- last year was so hot. I mean, there was just nothing there. It, do, it doesn't take much demand to absorb 0.2 months of supply. No, and they throw some 3% interest rates in there and people Ooh, and all this people go bananas. money that people had at the time. Everyone was feeling rich and had the low rates and wanted to buy a house and there's nothing to buy. And it's interesting how the, the crowd psychology kind of works together, yeah, where the when the crowd stuff. decides that it's game on and we're going to compete, they will like fight to the death, it seems like, you know, and then- mm-hmm. As soon as it cools off, the whole, the, the, it's almost like the watering hole or whatever, you know, like yeah. something happens at the watering hole and they all the animals leave, you know, it's kind of, yep. it feels like almost like that. And I hate, I don't want to oversimplify like that, but it is like a yeah. group psychology thing. Certainly. So, when I mean, people feel are feeling like others around them are being more uh, reticent or hesitant Mm-hmm. then they're going to do that too. Like, why would I want to jump in with both feet? If other people are waiting, why would I do that? And typically yeah. what I find that changes that is like, if somebody loses a house or two or three to a bidding war, then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, we got to do this now. So, um, and right now what I'm seeing is a little more hesitancy back in the market. Okay. So, but there's nothing. Yeah, well, we will talk about that in video number two. We will. And here's the new listings. Cause we've been looking at new listings yeah, this that is a wild what one. We have for to me. look forward to. Yeah. And look at this here. How instead of it spiking up like these other years, where it just went up, 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 it just kind of took a right yeah, hand this, turn this right there. Very, this would be very interesting because this is, you know, I've been saying the housing market is broken. We're going to, it's going to be years of below average. This is the chart that if we were to get in a time machine and jump forward three years, I think it's going to be remarkably below trend as people stay in their housing longer. We've just broken the natural cycle. It's going to take multiple mm-hmm. life events 
uh, for people to 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 get rid of that three percent mortgage, and many of them will just turn them into rentals. No, it'll be interesting to see how long that will go before that breaks that trend. This is the first spring selling season, and unfortunately, my belief is we will have three or four more of these below trend on new listings for years to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree with that. Let's see. I think we have one more here. Uh, list price Ooh, to sale price that. ratio. Oh, look, that is why we have. Four months of negative numbers. The average was hundred and twelve percent. Like this, yeah. <laughs> that is dumb. Yeah, and actually, this almost seems tame because I swear, if we broke it into submarkets, because I know when I was coaching buyers back a year ago, it was twenty to thirty percent over list or no go. That's crazy. So, that, and this is that actually is kind not of healthy. I know, and we're not even talking underpriced deliberately. We're talking priced according to recent comparables from a few months ago. You need to go 20 to 30% over or you're not going to get the house because there's 40 other people that want it and they've all throwing money. So yeah, that's what was happening. And yeah, this we're going to be negative year over year on that. And I don't think yeah. that's a bad thing. No, we should be. That's crazy. That's mm -hmm. not normal. We not did normal. that because you had 0.3 months of supply. Mortgage rates were 3%. Everybody wanted one. It was go time. And again, we're going to have four months of negative numbers because of that number right there. You should yeah. never have an average of 112% of list <laughs> price. Let me be clear. That is not normal and not healthy. Wild to look at. No. And so this is it, you know, and this is not data that spun any particular way. This is just the raw data from the Northwest Multiple Listing Service. So just showing what it is. So yeah, that's um that's the story of what we're we're looking at right now and just kind of a little bit of like a peek back in time. You know, but you can see once you get when 2019 it was around 100 or so percent and little or yeah. a little over. Now we're kind of back to that. So we're, I'm not seeing things selling for way under list. But one thing I want to say about this chart that that people need to keep in mind is this is going off of the list price when it went under contract. It does not count price oh, drops. Oh, it doesn't count price drops. Oh, and there's okay. no way, I don't know any way to collect that data. Maybe the MLS has some way they could do it, but I Super don't have secret, any way to yeah. collect that data yeah. with, but I would be willing to bet it probably is that would change things because oh, sure. a lot of houses are doing price drops before they go into market. And then when they go, when they get in our, my market, when they get to the price where they're close to where they should be, that's when the buyers jump in and they come in sort of close to that price, a little under, and then we work something out. But, um, but there could be one or two or sometimes even three price droughts before it gets to that point. So that's, some, but, but yeah, but obviously when it was selling over list price, that wasn't happening. It was more like, okay, we're listed for a million. All right. We'll take the offer for a one, one, five, Oh, with no contingencies. So that's, you know, that's what was happening when it was selling for over list price. So, yeah. um, but you well, can this see this awesome. chart, this you know, is, this is doesn't the chart. Go. This is the one. Yep. Yeah. And you can see like this doesn't, as far as crash or whatever, like it's not going well, you know, it's not the bottom of this chart is 96%. So we're not, it doesn't go to like 80% and we're seeing things selling for, you know, 80% of list price. Not to say that those deals aren't out there. I've found them. You found them. You just got to oh, know yeah. how to look. right? <laughs> so Yeah. Just write lots of offers, do the work, look for the problems. I got two deals in three weeks at 30% under list. Yeah. So. I've done it, it too. Happen. And it can happen. You just got to know what to look for. And that's part of doing the work and checking your buy box because if it's a hot, new, shiny listing that everyone wants, like just steer clear of that. Don't even, I wouldn't even pursue that if you're looking for something that's uh, 
um, if you want to get a, the best price and the best possible return. So yeah, be mindful. Well, this chart, this chart does it for me. This is the one. Yeah. Um, if you want to know why February prices are down, you want to know why March is down. It's because people are willing to pay 112. And again, folks, I want to hit this. This is the average. Mm-hmm. It's not I an isolated oh, house no, here this, or there. Yeah. This is the average transaction mm-hmm. in January and February of 2022. The average transaction was 112%. That is bananas. That never is seen bananas. it higher on the average for the for King I, County. I hope you never see it again. I know. I'm telling you, people that thought said, oh, it must be a great time to be a real estate agent. It was exhausting. So, I mean, especially if you're working with a buyer, because every, I want to make one more point about this. So when you're working yeah, as a buyer, every week you had to pick which house you were going to go all, all out on and you went to battle and you lost again and again and again and again. And eventually you got a house. And then the inventory was really, really low too. Why? If you could sell for that much, why was the inventory so low? Because sellers have to buy two the majority of the time and they didn't want to get stuck in that where they were left without a house and they couldn't buy another one exactly move up buyers. So, yeah that's cool. why that's why part of that dynamic is like well and we know we can sell our house for a lot but then we got to go buy one too yeah and well, you've was- just unlocked the reason for everybody across the country to realize why february march april and may will be negative year on year numbers uh because uh buyers got stupid i don't know what else they did you. and now we're just Okay. We're working through it, untangling that knot, and yep. we'll all be fine. Yep. Beth, on. if somebody wanted to buy or sell in King County, you are the best of the best, or they wanted to network with you, how should they do that? Yeah, so I'm easy to find, uh, BethTraversoGroup.com, and if somebody would like to get partnered up with somebody great across the nation, I've got a great network, too, so feel free to reach out. Happy to chat with anybody. There you go. Thank you so much.